Hello, and welcome to Cousin Chat, where we believe if your faith is strong, you can't go wrong. And so here, we talk about what matters. And today we're asking the question, who is writing your script? Who is writing your script? And today, joining me for this chat, I have Kenyana. Kenyana, say hello to the people. Hello, people. And my cousin, well, our cousin, Dayborn. Dayborn, say hello. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining. Yeah, well, the, um, let's just jump right in. Um, the idea of this chat came as I was listening to Dayborn preach at my Aunt Loretta's memorial service. And um, I don't know if you remember, but a couple of episodes ago, we mentioned her on a chat that we had titled um, Staying Connected. That was way back in July. But we were talking about our family prayer call. And we were able to hear her pray that day and how much of a blessing that was. But since then, you know, as you probably you caught on, she has gone to be with the Lord. But one of the blessings was that Dayborn was able to preach her service. And in that message, he mentioned so many things, you know, that sparked a lot in all of us. And um, we're talking about scenes in our lives and how they contribute to episodes and just you know there are writers and who's writing our script and you know for our lives and when I was thinking about that I was thinking about you know when I do relate it to life and I look at different scenes in our lives and I think about how some people really don't like some of the scenes in their lives but they can't move on from it like they keep replaying it and replaying it and replaying it but it's okay that there may have been a bad part in the scene, but that doesn't mean the whole scene was bad. You know what I mean? And then you put those into episodes, but that doesn't mean that the whole episode was bad because there was one bad scene. You know, you have to allow yourself to move on and grow from what took place in that part of your life. But there were so, like I said, there were so many different ways that you could look at this sermon and you know, Dayboy, and I'll just ask you first, you know, it's already probably challenging sometimes, but I know you let the Holy Spirit lead you, but just for our listeners to just get an idea of where I'm headed, it's already probably challenging sometimes to preach a sermon to people who are grieving. Is it more, even more challenging to preach to your own family or is it the same? Are you just preaching to people? You know, how do you, how do you, what are your thoughts? Like, how do you, you know, approach that? Right. Is it the same? Uh, not really. Um, first of all, it was, it was an honor to be thought of um, to facilitate the message for her service. Uh, but my broad thought of it was to just inspire. So whether it's family or whether it's someone I've never met before, the um, overall arching theme is to always inspire, um, mm -hmm. to motivate. But in this particular message, I wanted to pay homage and I wanted to highlight all the wonderful things that she did in her life. And it just, uh, when I saw that she was a movie script editor, that mm -hmm. jumped out at me. And it said, you can go so many places with this. Not only can you speak to her life, but you can speak into the lives of everyone who may be listening or who will hear the message at mm -hmm. some point in time. So to come up with that message, it actually took me four or five days because 
I wanted it to be formatted to where it could be understood well. And um, again, it was just an honor to do it. But it's not a real big difference whether who uh, who you're preaching to. Um, just keeping in mind that it's not about you, it's about them. And it's about glorifying and edifying our Creator. Well, it was definitely very well understood. I mean, Kenyana, what would you say was the part that touched you the most? The part that touched me the most was when you said about who's writing your script. Um, I, I Just to go back very quickly on something you mentioned, Donna, I have uh, previously uh, before really coming to terms to what forgiveness means to me, there have been times when I have replayed scenes in my mind, um, just trying to figure out maybe why, trying to figure out why I'm still replaying it in my mind or what is the lesson to be learned from that. Um, and then, you know, trying to find a way to make peace with you know, whatever happened and move on from there. So that's that's one thing. But the the writing of the script for me has been was really something that jumped out when you were preaching day board. I mean <laughs> you could have knocked me over with a feather when you said that. Um and it was because I have off and on over the years, um I'm one of those people who have uh, I struggled with and I'm getting to the half point now midlife I'm almost to the midlife crisis I'm one of those people that had that quarter life crisis and I just kept thinking you know well am I am I where I'm supposed to be um what am I you know am I am I, am I doing something wrong should I be doing more I I know that I'm smarter than maybe my title says that I am and it was one of those things where I kept trying to figure out okay so am I not letting am I doing enough it was really one of those things where it got to the point where I was like you know what I'm just gonna just float I felt like I was floating and so I didn't know if I had just been letting people write, you know, the direction my life was supposed to take, you know, because you run across situations where you can't move forward in a position or I'm one of those people on more than one occasion that I have trained other people and they have gone on to bigger and better things and I'm still stuck in the same thing, you know, and it was, it was really, it's, it just like, it was a glaring light of, okay, so is that something where you just let people write the direction of your life, you know? Um, and yeah, it just, I, I had a lot of prayer since that sermon, I have to tell you. I, it really was, you know, and just having my come to Jesus moment and, you know, figuring out what part I needed to take responsibility for. Um, you know, did I turn the page when I was supposed to, you know? Um, as, as far as the script in my life, you know, did I try to um, read ahead? You know, sometimes we talk about uh, kids in school and I talk about reading for just trying to get through it instead of reading for context or reading for reading the content, mm -hmm. you know, was that kind of thing happening in certain parts of my life? I've had a lot of, you know, moments like that, especially since since listening to you. And then, um, you know, where do I go from here? So it's it's been it's been that's one of the reasons, one of the things that I like about listening to sermons or, or reading uh, inspirational things because, you know, I feel like 
um, there, it, you bring a lot of light into dark places for me anyway. And so it's like, so wait a second, you know, maybe did, did I not know that? Or, you know, did I travel this way a long time ago and forgot how I got here? You know, do I need to go re-walk re this way? You know, that kind of thing, man, you know, so we can go on and on, so go ahead. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was packed. It was really packed with so many things that would make you think about your life and what you're doing with it. What are you doing with your dash? As my preacher, you know, had said one time, he preached a sermon about, you know, you have your birth date and then your death date, but what are you doing with that dash in the middle? And then all of what Dayborn preached that day just had me thinking about, you know, the scene, the writers who's writing your script, episodes that lead to seasons. You know what I'm saying? And just because you had maybe one bad episode, that doesn't mean they just canceled the whole show. You know, like, you know, you just, you have to, almost okay well you always have faith in God but you have to believe in yourself too that there is more to you than your mistakes and you know I also sometimes when I listen to preachers preach um, funerals and memorial services I always like to listen sometimes as if I'm not already in the church because sometimes you don't know who's coming to you know these services to to mourn the family member it could be people who are not in the church have no faith at all no type of belief but they're here you know because the person has passed and so sometimes i listen and i wonder okay did this reach that person like hopefully they got something you know out of this service because when, you, when preachers preach they i know they don't well there's no way they can always assume that the people that they're preaching to are believers you know what I'm saying? You always want to be able to reach someone. So what I really liked about this sermon or this message was that even if you were not a person of faith, it would make you contemplate, you know, and just think about some things. Like you, you were able to take something from this message. I don't care from what aspect. It, it was a very broad it was powerful it was very broad you know because there's sometimes you're in church and you're like oh that message was not for me mm -hmm. that, that that was not for me I, mm -hmm. I i i know what's for me that was not for me i might have been for her <laughs> but that wasn't for me that your message i was like he ain't missed he missed nobody nobody you missed no one and it was wonderful i was just like oh this is perfect it was perfect it was perfect yeah perfect so, I don't know. Let me find out the Lord that, done that filled up my cousin. <laughs> Say that again, Dave Warren. I said that was definitely the goal. I wanted to be able to relate. Um, I wasn't sure who would be there, like you all stated. And I didn't want it to be, um, forgive this term, I didn't want it to be a Bible thumping message, but I wanted it to, of course, um, have uh, spiritual overtones, but be able to be related or be relatable for somebody, like you said, who just walked in the door and said, hey, what's going on? Um, so that was my thought process in in um, coming up with the message and the way I formatted the message. I wanted it to run smoothly. Um, I didn't want a lot of breaks, but I wanted everything to tie in to that overarching theme of writing your own story. And Kenyana, I'll go back to something you said about writing your script. And a couple of points I made in the messages, we all have the same director who is our father. Uh, we all have the same director, but we may not have the same production team. We may not have the same makeup team. We may not have the same budget, but we all have the same director with different scripts to live out. 
And once we are able to take our scenes and make our scenes episodes, and then take those episodes and make those seasons, uh, eventually when you look up, you'll be headed for your grand finale. But the thing about it is, we want to make sure that we're not letting too many people or too many co-writers in the writing room. Because what happens is, like Kiana, going back to what you were saying about uh, how you trained this one and did this and you did that, we allow too many uh, thoughts. Their thoughts become our thoughts. Their issues become our issues. And what happens is our story ends up being the greatest story never told because we're living out everybody else's story or we're allowing everyone else to write our script. So I thought it was very important just to let that be known and um, just to let people know that, hey, your story is your story, but you as the script writer have all the power to make any changes, to make any adjustments and to say, hey, you know what? This is what this story is going to be, regardless of who's in the writing room. As the script editor, I have the final say of my life. Awesome. Yeah. That, that was <laughs> phenomenal. And then I even started, you know, just the creative in me I started thinking about even sitting like say at a table read if it's my script I can determine who I want to be a part of this thing right you know if I don't like the way that was done okay well no I, you can go let me get someone else like you can it's all up to me you know I won't even say it's up to you as I was listening I was like it's up to me right but I do with my script who I allow in these episodes and are you going to make it to the next season in my script? You know right. what I mean? Right. Some people, you know, should have been canceled a long time ago. Yes. But, you know, it just, Dave, well, I just really wanted to bless the people with this word. Like, I really hope that they get something out of it. I don't know if there's anything else I could say, you know, so before we go or before I continue and you could say anything else that you want to say today and leave the people with but you know if you want to follow us or thank you for hanging with us today uh, for this chat um, yeah we really appreciate it and hope you got something from it so far but um, you can follow us on Instagram Twitter and Facebook and you can listen to our episodes on cousinchat.com or your favorite podcast streaming platform but um for my takeaway today for anyone listening is just to be okay with where you are right now understanding that no matter what has happened in the past you can continue writing your script it who says that your story is done it's not finished you know, if there's something you've been wanting to redo and you're living in the past, you can't do it. You gotta move on and understand that it's okay. It's okay and you'll be fine. Just right. keep, you know, keep your faith. I always say, you know, put God first and everything else will fall into place. But you know, I think that, you know. Kenyana, what, what, do you have anything to add to the takeaway or? Surely, surely. Uh, consult, be in touch with the director, you know, consult yes. the director, you know, uh, you know, make sure that you are, uh, you're, that you have put the right characters in the scene that you want <laughs> to walk into, um, that you are exiting a scene in the right way, you know, because you know, maybe he's been waiting for you to let's go ahead and cut. 
it's, it's time to cut, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, well then how, talk to them about, you know, how do I, what is my exit strategy? You know, do I just bow out gracefully or do I burn this thing down? You know, so I'm, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm all about being bold and passionate. So it's, it's never going to be a, a quiet exit for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost certain it's never going to be a quiet exit for me. So yes, but I'm, I'm all about consulting the director. So that, thank you. Thank you for this. Yes. And don't be so busy jumping into other people's scripts and other people's episodes. Focus on your own. Okay. Let's Amen. get that. Let's get that together. All right. Day one. Yeah. And I just uh, wanted to add to that. And you guys have said so many wonderful things, but while you're living out your movie or living out your, your TV show, keep your eyes open. That was another thing mm-hmm. that I mentioned in the message. A lot of times we close our eyes to everything we don't want to see. We don't want to see the issue that may be ahead of us. We don't want to think about the problem that we have. So we go through life with our eyes closed. But if you go through your life with eyes closed, you miss everything that you would be able to see. Everything that's going on in your movie or in your script is not bad, especially if you're consulting your director and writing your own script. And understand that at the beginning of your story, the credits are small. You only have your producer, the main actors, and people like that. But at the mm-hmm. end of the movie, you have all of these people who had something to do with your movie or with your life. You are able to dictate that as well. So embrace the credits. Don't shun the credits. Open your eyes. See who's out there. See what's out there and write your own story. Nobody can write your story better than you can. Nobody can live your movie better than you can. So understand that this is your life. As long as you're like, like, like Kenyana said, as long as you're listening, consulting the director, Mm -hmm. you'll have a blockbuster life. That's right. And don't try to do this without the director. Absolutely. Don't. So, well, guys, I hope you really were blessed by this chat. Dayborn, thank you for joining me. And Kenyana, thank you for being here with me. And so, till we come back to our next cousin chat, I'm Donna. I'm Kenyana. I'm Dayborn. And this has been another great episode of Cousin Cousin Chat. Chat. (laughs) All right. Be blessed, everybody. Bye.